Thanks for tuning in to the Direct Access to Oxford Physical Therapy podcast, where we talk about your body, how it moves, and empowering you with the knowledge to manage and treat your pain or discomfort. You will also get an exclusive behind-the-scenes look at a successful private practice. You have the questions, and we have the answers. Now let's get moving. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Direct Access to Oxford Physical Therapy podcast. I'm your host, Matt. And your co-host, Allie. Thanks for joining us today. Who day, who day, who day to all our listeners out there. We have some surprise guests. Um, on the podcast today is one of our co-founders, Ken Rushi. Ken, you want to say hello? Hello, hello. Go Bengals. Go Bobcats. Yeah. And we'll let Ken introduce the special surprise who day guest. Go ahead, Ken. A couple great guys that played for some of those great Bengal teams and I uh, had a great opportunity to be able to do the rehabilitation when they got their knees all bent up and all screwed up and everything. But uh, we have a former linebacker for the Cincinnati Bengals, Kevin Walker, who played football out of Maryland. And we have an offensive lineman. I don't know if he can still play, but we could use him <laughs> out of Texas Tech, Joe Walter. Hello. Welcome, guys. welcome. Hello. welcome. Yeah. Thanks so much for being here. So – I got to ask the most obvious first question. I mean, wow, Bengals in the AFC championship game. Give me your first impressions, Joe. First impressions is wow. Yeah. You can't, there's no way they could do that with nine sacks. Uh I'm still surprised with the nine sacks, but this team is incredible. They're playing really well. And uh, I just get the feeling they don't care. They're playing with a chip on their shoulder, and uh, I'm looking forward to Sunday. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be exciting. Yeah. Kevin, what'd you think? Much the same as uh, as Joe. I tell you, it's been a really uh, exciting. Yeah, refreshing to see you know us compete in the postseason. It's been a long time, long overdue. Right. But uh, you know, a bunch of young guys who who are focused outside the box as far as all the distractions and in the media and things of that nature. So they just uh, roll up their sleeves and get after it week in and week out. So it's been been really fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, there's a tremendous energy about the team. Yeah. You know, I mean, just watching some of the things from inside the locker room. And, I mean, take me back to your guys' feelings in, in on the last AFC Eve Championship week. What was that like? Well, you know, I don't remember because I was, wasn't was there. I blew oh, my knee out the last you were with season Ken. game. So I was with <laughs> Ken at that time, and he was torturing me. Uh, but talking to the guys, I mean, you know, you're very nervous. You're excited. You know, yeah. all the above. And, uh you know, you know, you lose, you're out. If you win, you're playing in the big, big game. Yeah. So uh, there was a lot of nervous energy going on, but it was a. I feel like Kevin, it was a different team than what we had back then. This team today, I would agree with that. But you know, um, unfortunately, as as Joe mentioned, I was in uh, rehabilitation with Ken, also uh, rehabbing a oh, no. an ACL at the time. So Ken uh, had everybody. <laughs> wasn't actively a part of uh you know the team and, and being a part on the day-to-day uh preparation and yeah. uh game day activities but um there was a lot of excitement but I think this team this year uh leadership with um the quarterback position uh you know the job that Joe's been doing the talent that they have at wide receiver and and uh, running back etc they've been they've been getting it done yeah. I know back in the day we had you know some good athletes you know our quarterback wasn't too bad Boomer sure. Sison we had a, yeah. a running back or two that uh were making it happen Nicky Woods and, and James Brooks so we had some full-time talent. football players part-time dancers right that's right yeah. <laughs> that's right so I remember tearing my ACL I remember the exact play do you guys remember the exact play that that it happened on 
I did. Yep. Oh, nowhere you were a football player. I played in high school. Nowhere near the huh. scale of these guys. But man, I just I remember that play. Really, I, you played football? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. I only won two state championships, but. Oh, that's right. You went to Cuffcath. That's, that's right. They didn't have football there. <laughs> but tell me, do you guys remember the play it happened on when you when you first tore up the knee? Absolutely. I can tell you there was six minutes, 13 seconds left to go in the third quarter. Uh-oh. I was playing against Charles Mann, the Washington Redskins. He spun, and they taught us, Jimmy McNally taught us to counteract the spin, you spin. And I spun, and my foot stayed caught in the turf, and pop goes the weasel that was it wow kevin was yours on turf um in fact all three of them were really yeah so i had three acls wow. first one uh got clipped against the new york jets on a kickoff uh back in 1988 yeah and then uh in 1991 was making a tackle on the sideline against the uh, seattle seahawks uh all at riverfront and then my last one uh was a trap randall mcdaniel was pulling around and uh Hit him in the mouth, and so went my knee. Uh-oh. <laughs> Three times. Wow. So, <clears throat> I mean, was it a feeling that when it happened, you guys knew right away, that's it, I'm, I'm hurt? Or was it kind of like, eh? I wasn't I sure. Could... I knew the pain was there, right? Yeah. Um, but I wanted to keep playing. Right. And, uh, you know, went over to the sidelines and tried to keep going, but uh, there was no strength or power. It seemed like yeah. that just kind of left. Yeah. Um, I tried to go back in, and then we tried to – we had the two-week bye, and uh, we were going to try to, you know, put a brace on it and get me pl- – because I think it was still a little bit attached. There uh-huh. was still some there on the ligament. And Marvin – Marv Pollins, our trainer, on Monday, the day after, tells me to go out and jog. <laughs> and I popped the rest of it. <laughs> so, that was it. I didn't oh. even get the opportunity. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, Kevin, by the third one, I mean, you – you probably knew what happened, right? Exactly. There was no question. But it's actually the second one. Yeah. You know, uh, when I got clipped uh, during that kickoff back in 1988, I knew something was wrong. Yeah. You know, uh, but something of some significance. So For sure. Yeah. So when I did it the second time, I knew exactly what it was. And the third time, I knew that yeah. that was the end of the road right there. Yeah. So, so when did Ken come into the picture here after the injury? So Ken was – I guess after I had my surgery, he was kind of the first guy that I saw. Yeah. Uh, back way back then, it was Wellington. Right. And uh, you know, he was a jerk back then, just like he is today. I mean, mean. I mean, tore me up. Always being rough with my leg and telling me he was going to bend it and straighten it out. And there was a lot of fights and arguments going on, but we had a great time. <laughs> I mean, you know, ACL surgery, rehab, I mean, this was kind of in the, not infancy, but much in the early, early phases. Right. Um, Ken, give us a little bit of a, a window into what it was like then compared to what it's like now. Yeah. Dr. Height did uh, both surgeries, and he did an outstanding job. And um, I was fortunate enough to be able to observe the surgery. So uh, that's always a good thing to do when you can watch the surgery, have a pretty yeah. good idea of what's going on. But, yeah, it really wasn't in its infancy yet, but it was probably you're still a teenager. Um, when you talk infancy, you're probably talking the early 70s, things like that. Right. And by we're looking mid-late 80s, a lot of things have improved, but still there was still a lot of time that the knee was casted, the knee wasn't able to move freely. And, of course, 
these guys are both really, really big guys, and uh, for some reason with the really big, strong guys, the knee can get very, very tight. So that's the first thing you need to worry about. You need to worry about range of motion. And, um, yeah, I mean, that part of the rehab with this injury, it does hurt some, and you've got to get that bending back flexion motion uh but more important you got to get that straightening out or that extension motion Mm -hmm. so you know these sessions could have been uh you know these guys were probably both in therapy for a good hour and a half to two hours uh working on the knee working on the uh we'd call it the rest of the body rehab and uh so there was a lot of time in uh, trying to get things straightened out. So, and they were coming in probably three, four, or five days a week because you know their livelihoods dependent on playing football. Yeah. So it's not like just once or twice a week. So, uh, fortunately, uh, with Kevin, he came in every day, and we had some really good times. But with Joe coming in every day, <laughs> oh, we had some fights. We had some big fights, especially one day when he showed up as Mountain Joe in a coonskin hat. And a long fur coat. And he told me he was Mountain Joe and he wasn't going to take any slack from me today. <laughs> I think I heard about the coat. Do you still have the coat, No, Joe? I don't have any of that left anymore. But, you okay. know, you had to do something to, break to have up fun the monotony, with it and break right? it up. And, yeah. and uh, there was nothing better than to show up at, at uh, Ken's place at Wellington there and just do anything to get him off his game. That's what my big thing was, to get him off his <laughs> you game. You were trying to rattle day. him, right? Absolutely. I think I did a couple of times. Well, I think, you know, that's one of the things we try to do with patients. I don't know if you guys ever see we do tons of pictures and we're doing fun contests and things like that because, I mean, you know, I'm a therapist and I love therapy, but let's let's be honest, who who really wants to be in therapy, right? right. <laughs> I mean, you guys didn't want to be there. You wanted to be off with the team and doing your thing. And so um, I think <clears throat> bringing that fun nature to it is is something, you know, Maybe Ken learned that from you. Maybe that's really what you taught Maybe him. Maybe he did. He taught that to all of us, and now we just make it fun. Yeah. We do a little bit of therapy Maybe in that's between. that's what happened. I, I think it is. You should get more credit than you do, Joe, I, I believe. I should. Yeah, you should. <laughs> get some royalties or something. <laughs> <laughs> how, how long was recovery for you guys? I think in each, my case, about uh, six months. Okay. Until I really started getting a good level of activity going. Yeah. And uh, right around, you know, nine months or so, I was ready to rock and roll. Yeah. yeah. I think mine was about the same. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were always that – they still wanted that 12-month window. Mm-hmm. But with these guys, the fact that you push them so hard and they come in so often, you know, you figure pretty much nine months. Yeah. And at six months, normally you're doing pretty good. And luckily, uh, you know, we've got pretty good range of motion with both of them, and, and that's the big fight because the knee is immobilized back in those days so long, yeah. and they weren't allowed to bear weight so long, so the quads just shut down. Right. All the muscles shut down, so you really had your work in, but they just didn't know what kind of uh, healing that, that ligament was going to be. They took sure. the ligament from uh, your patellar tendon, if you will, and kind of put it in through the middle of the knee, and they just weren't sure. They didn't want that to stretch out at all, so they held them back a little bit, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, with the professional athletes, we were able to push them a little bit more and uh, um, just had to be careful. But, uh, you know, things worked pretty well. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things we talk with our listeners a lot is direct access. People don't know they can come straight to physical therapy. How often were you guys, when you were playing and you were um, at that peak activity level, how often were you in the training room? How often were you seeing Ken? How, how often were you working with the trainer or the therapist? 
In my case, I think I saw Ken every day. I mean, I think <laughs> the fir- with my first knee, I've had two ACLs. Yeah. But my first knee I was in with Ken, I think maybe even five, six days a week, sometimes seven, especially early on because when we went to the Super Bowl, I had my CPM machine with me. I had to yeah. take that with me to Miami. But I was out doing other things, wasn't sure. really paying attention. So when we got back, everything was kind of <laughs> stoved up. My knee wasn't – it was in a bad – it was bad ways. A lot of scar tissue built up. So we went through some rough times there. And Had a hole to work out of. Oh, huh? my goodness, did we. There was nothing better than having three guys on top of each other trying to straighten my knee out. That was a, always a good time. <laughs> wasn't it, Ken? Oh, it was. Uh, <laughs> it really was. Uh, my gosh. Some of them earlier ACLs at rehab, uh, you know, it was, it was tough. You yeah, really had a, yeah, it was a lot of work on everyone's part. Well, I think everything you know from from those days has changed it so much today. You know, um, to for the better. You know, the advancements. I mean, it's probably you know like technology field has advanced a lot in twenty thirty years. But gosh, when you look at other fields, I think physical therapy would be probably up there on you know, progress and, and our ability to learn from what we were doing, like Ken said, previously casting or putting people in braces after ACLs. I mean, that's just, you know, now it's immediate weight bearing, immediate motion. I mean, it just changes mm-hmm. the picture so much. Well, you um, can tell that with Joe Burrow as quick as he came back with from his injury, yeah. right? And, and, you know, when you saw the early pictures after he had the surgery, he was up and walking and all that. Heck, that wasn't me. I was mm-hmm. on crutches forever. So yeah. it's cool to see that they've gotten more aggressive. Yeah with the way that works now yeah we've definitely learned some barriers you know right. learning what we we could and couldn't do so present day how are the knees for me actually pretty good good um i actually had my first knee replacement a year ago in november oh wow okay you know so uh that was a long time in coming but feeling good now i yeah. get my other one done here probably uh next year okay but uh you know to your point i was just thinking back when i uh, had my first acl in 88 i was on crutches for 16 weeks wow and when i had my last one in 92 i was walking in 6 days yeah. On crutches. yeah yeah that's crazy that's tracking now when i had my uh knee replacement uh i was up and walking 3 hours post op yeah doing stairs and everything yeah yeah, wow. yeah. definitely the knee replacements is you know, early, early, early strength, early motion, early weight bearing. I mean, it's all about the sooner you can do it, the better. Mm-hmm. And it's really tremendous progress. So, mother memories from rehab. Ken mentioned there's a spray bottle involved, right, Joe, at some point? Well, that was one of the other things I did to try to get him off his game. Is <laughs> I would squirt people. Yeah. <laughs> when they would walk by, especially all the therapists when they would walk by, I would make sure I was giving them a squirt. And it was always fun to get Ken in the head. You know, I wanted to get him in the head and the face. Were you a pretty good shot with the with the squirt <laughs> I bottle? I got to be really good at it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because I'll see people today that were in rehab back then. Oh, yeah? And they say, we would have never gotten through it without watching you destroy all those people yeah. the, when they were working. And so I lived for those days. I, you know, almost want to come back and just get Ken again. Yeah. It was kind of like um, – the, the spray bottles were his, his bullets, and he'd have one of the aides get them all filled up for him, and he'd put them behind his pillow, and you couldn't find a spray bottle. And so he'd have one, and then we'd need it, and we'd grab it, and then next thing you know, you'd be getting hit again. And he had another spray bottle, so I don't know where he got them, but he just had all these spray bottles. 
Now, with Kevin, it was just work. It was pure, hard work, and it was intense. And I didn't have to worry about Kevin with spray bottles. Kevin stayed on, on yeah. task, right? What yeah. are you saying? I didn't work hard? No, no, no. I didn't say that, that at all. <laughs> but I didn't have to like dodge to water. Joe, I, that's I, what I it sounded that's, like to me. He's pretty brave sitting in between me now, <laughs> uh, between us. So how have you guys kept, like, in connection through the years? What's been your bonding ex- Is the Bengals a bonding experience? I would say, yeah, yeah. You know, that's that's probably the common link between us um, right. you know with our community activity i know joe is very active in uh, a couple charities and has uh, golf outings that uh, we a lot of us actually participate yeah. in year after year so uh, we get together and, and hack and uh, chase that ball around a little bit yeah. for the entertainment it's like we never left the locker room a lot of times so yeah. giving each other grief having fun you know enjoying oh, I, it. you know that's that, that is such a great story because when i was with the detroit lions he wasn't a player then but he was uh, a legend, and of course, that was Alex Karras. Right. And uh, um, one of Alex Karras's most famous quotes: "The NFL allows a man to be a boy that much longer." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I get it. I believe it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you- I used to tell people all the time, you know, heck, I'm playing a kid's game, and I'm getting paid for it. And that's yeah. you know, every year we'd go back. And I'm thinking, man, I'm playing football. It's a kid's game. And I'm getting a paycheck. I mean, how cool is this? Doesn't yeah. get any better than that. Do you think winning and going that far in those years and being successful galvanized the team and your guys' relationship more than than I know in '13 season or something like that? Uh, I don't think so. I think you know back then when Kevin and I played, we just had a really, really good group of guys, and we yeah. all got along. There, there was you know you always have one or two bad apples that just yeah. And we, that's all we had. If we had one, maybe two bad apples back then, if you even want to call them bad apples, right? Right, right. Um, But for the most part, we really got along, and we're, we all get along great today. I mean, that's it hadn't awesome. changed. That's the cool thing about it. Yeah. Now, I'm sure that was a blow for both of you guys to be injured during that playoff run. I mean, were your teammates there to pick you up, encourage you? I mean, were they right along your side through that process? I guess we can call it that. Yeah. <laughs> Support and love. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I, you know, for me, mine happened so late in the year, and I was having a really good season and uh, playing really well. And for it to happen when it happened, and I used back then I hung around with Blados and Bruce Reimers and, yeah. and Kazerski. We were all kind of the guys that ran together. And, uh, you know, when I was in the hospital, because I was in the hospital for three or four days after the surgery, they would all come up and, and hang out with me for a little bit. But, yeah, yeah, that's, you know, during the season, like in Kevin's case, it's, you know, we got work to do. And right. Sorry, we love you, Kevin, but, you know, we're going yeah, to do our off deal. To, we're off to that's work. That's the way it is. And that's what it was after I went home from the hospital. Mm-hmm. It was, okay, we'll see you after the Super Bowl. Right, okay. right. Mm-hmm. understand. So give us kind of a present-day update. What are you guys up to? You mentioned some charity work. What are you each individually, professionally doing? I work for uh, a company out of uh, New Jersey, Long Branch, New Jersey, MRA International, and uh, we're a reseller. So we uh, are a local service provider for all your technology needs. We do laptops, desktops, servers, storage, that kind of thing. Very cool. I work for iHeartMedia, Cincinnati. Never heard of them. I'm just kidding. uh, (laughs) Sell radio and uh, streaming, social media, podcasts, OTT, all that. Uh, And I have a couple of golf outings. I've got one for Northern Kentucky Special Olympics. 
Awesome. Um, that we've had. This will be our 20th year coming up. And then uh, I've got one for Goodwill, Ohio Valley Goodwill. Um, and that's our 20th year as well. So wow. I've been pretty fortunate, blessed to be a part of that and a bar, part of both organizations. Uh, I got into the Special Olympics. I used to coach basketball with a, special, okay. with a buddy of mine. And uh, that's how I got into it. And I thought, let's start raising money for these guys. So that's they can, awesome. You know, for their awards, their medals, their trips, you know, yeah. down the state and all that. And then Goodwill came along, and I thought, how cool is this? I've got the sports, the athletic part of it, and now I've got the folks that are, you know, training for jobs and helping yeah. them find. So it's both sides. That's awesome. So it's really cool, and I, I enjoy it quite a bit. That's great to give back. Well, gentlemen, we really appreciate your time so much, giving us a look back at the – previous bangles and your journey through acl rehab and it's just uh it's good to good to hear that you gave ken as much grief as you could joe and it's even more we didn't even scratch the surface with it (laughs) what's what's the best ken grief story you didn't get to tell i'm not gonna tell (laughs) (laughs) thank you Uh, any parting words for our uh our listeners any last uh who day chance we want to do what do you want to tell them well Go Bengals. I tell you what, Hootie, I guess, sums it up. It's just really That's exciting right. to, to be on the doorstep of, uh, you know, the, the biggest event that we have. So uh, That's awesome. It's been a long time, and I know for us, a lot of the, the old-timers, the old guys, are really excited about it. A lot of energy back in the city again. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's really ha- – you know, we're really happy for the fans. You know, yeah. the, the electricity and the, and the excitement in the city has been, been fun. Yeah. I was just going to say, um, we have brought up a lot in past episodes um, about how a lot of people, and Matt mentioned it in this episode, how a lot of people don't really you know, want to be in therapy. They think, oh, I have to go to therapy. They're going to tell me to stop playing. But you guys have you know, obviously got to return to your sport and go on to play you know, at the highest level in your sport. What would you tell you know, athletes today? Like, What's your testimony to getting the care that you needed and getting the therapy that you needed to get back to playing? Well, I think, you know, pain is, is, is the game. You know, uh, my palms are sitting are sweating right now just thinking about <laughs> the range of motion. You've got to work on that range of motion. Yeah. You know, those are the words you just st- will still cause nightmares. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> you know, they do. And, I, I you know, you really um, – I don't know if it's fortunate or unfortunate because it kind of tells your age. But, uh, you know, I was with this whole ACL procedure in the infancy – and my gosh, it, 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 it's come a long way. And I feel so bad for so many of those rehab patients because I know, I mean, they were tight and, uh, and, and they were tight because they were really, really trying to protect the graft and they didn't want anything to happen. And what you guys went through is just, uh, that was tough. That was really, really, really tough. And uh, I remember, you know, many days with, with these two guys, um, I would have a stick and a bottle of whiskey, like the old cowboy movies. <laughs> and I said, you want a shot and then bite the stick while we bend your knee? So anything like that just yeah. to try to get it through. But it's, yeah. come, it's come a long way. It's not easy, uh, but it's easier on the athlete because the whole pain factor yeah. now. And I think we've learned a tremendous amount. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Thank you. Good day thank you. and go Bengals. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. You can find us online at OxfordPhysicalTherapy.com, and you can also find us on our social media pages like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. 
Remember, you do not need a doctor's referral to receive physical therapy in the state of Ohio and Kentucky, where we offer double the care for less than half the cost. You can schedule appointments online or stop into any center for a free screen, what we like to call a bee visit. Please write a review, send us a comment or message on our social media platforms, and until next time, keep it moving!